0: Patrina
1: Fava. Hey, hello, hello. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Patrina Fava. Thanks for being here. I'm glad you clicked play. I'm glad you dialed the number. I'm glad you came in the chat room, whatever you're doing. Thank you. Um, so where did you land, Messy Adventures in Living? Uh, this is a show where you get invited to something different something you may have never considered before something somebody may not have ever told you before um endless possibilities and endless choices and questions and the um, you get invited to get messy and choose even if you don't know where that choice is going to take you and even if that choice might uh not be perfect that's what you get invited to on messy adventures in living um choosing 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 and having an adventure along the way so I'm Katrina. I am I am me. And here's how I play. I am a mom of three kids. They are twelve and a half and uh almost ten very soon and six and they're cool and um yeah, I like being a mom. It's pretty awesome. The, uh, my kids are always um, inspiring me to choose something greater and showing me all the places where I have a ton of judgments about me and the world and showing me all the places where I limit myself and they're an amazing source of inspiration and I'm so grateful for them. I am also a pediatric nurse in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I uh, have been for about 19 years and uh, through those years I have met an enormous amount of families and kids who are incredibly inspiring and who show me every day that happiness is a choice and that you can actually uh, choose happiness no matter what your circumstances are. I am reminded of that every single day when I go into that place and I'm so, 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 so grateful for that. Uh, I'm also an access consciousness, bars, and body process facilitator. Access consciousness is a modality you can call it, that offers some tools for change. Uh, it, you, it offers you some tools to change whatever is not working for you in your life and also offers you some tools to create something greater for yourself. So it's not just something for people who uh, think their life sucks. You know, It's also if you are happy already with your life, it offers you some tools to create something greater because greater is always possible. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. I also, by the way, make my own body products. It's called Naturally Happy Body. If you are interested in checking it out, you can find it on my website patrinafava.com or naturallyhappybody.com. Uh for great for people who have um sensitive skin or not sensitive skin, babies, pregnant women, everything that I put in my products is 100% natural. I use great um high quality essential oils and a only natural ingredients. I love them. My family loves them. And uh, they're on naturallyhappybody.com for you to check out if you like. Okay, enough. I would like to get started with this topic. So, what are we talking about today on Messy Adventures in Living? So, our show today is called Choice Does Not Equal Fault. Well, you chose it. So, it's your own fault. Have you ever heard that before? Have you ever thought it before? Are you feeling blamed? Are you blaming yourself? Does the concept of everything is just a choice have you feeling like the mess you're in is your own fault since you chose it, right? Where did you learn to equate choice with fault? And when did the lightness of choice become heavy with responsibility? Acknowledging choice is very different than blame. Uh, how many insidious judgments does it take to turn choice into fault? It reminds me of like how many light bulbs does it take, you know, on that statement? How many insidious judgments does it take to turn choice into fault, truly? If you eliminated blame, would you be more willing to choose? right if you eliminated blame would you be more willing to just choose so if you've listened to messy adventures in living before you know that i talk a lot about choice in fact my radio show last week uh that would be january the 7th no january the 2nd 2017 the first choice of oh my goodness the first show of this year <laughs> the first choice of this year was about what will your choices create this year so we talk a lot about choice here and Um, because, and the reason for that is because I am excited about the fact that everything is up for choosing. But I haven't, I wasn't always, right? I haven't always been at all. So when I was first introduced to this concept of everything is just a choice, in case you've never heard this before, in case you have not heard the idea that absolutely everything in your life can be a choice, um, I was initially kind of hearing about this concept about seven years ago when I started to learn about energy work and manifesting and I was reading uh, Abraham Hicks and The Secret and all of this. So this thing about choice started to swirl around in my awareness. And there was something about it that was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. And I wasn't exactly sure what it was. Um, But I know now that it was a bit of this sense of blame or like, the sense of if if everything is my choice, then if I look at everything that's happened to me in my life, then that means that everything is my fault. Ew, that sucked. I was like, what the heck is this? This is supposed to be happy-go-lucky stuff. Why am I feeling like shit? Because uh, they're telling me that everything is my choice. So what the hell? I created all this crappy stuff in my life. Why would I do that? And then, to top it all off, Right after I uh, became a Reiki practitioner and was about to start my course in manifesting, I had a miscarriage at nine weeks pregnant. Great. This is my fault too now. This is my choice. I chose this. What the hell? What is this bullshit that I'm learning? And I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it to these people. I do not subscribe to this anymore. I'm canceling my subscription to choice. No. Sorry. This happened to me. I didn't choose it. And so I was really in this position of resistance and uh pushing away this idea of choice because I felt blamed. I felt that my choice meant my fault, right? So I wholeheartedly rejected this concept for a while. And then when that kind of blew over, <laughs> um, I and I started to look at it again and I started to not look at it again. That's actually not correct. When I started to... Um, you know, really acknowledge what I knew, I actually knew, I actually really knew that, um, that everything is a choice. I, have a, I knew that. So what has this been for you? What comes up for you when we talk about this? Have, how did you feel or how do you feel? Was there anything around this concept of fault and choice being the same for you? When you started to examine the possibility that life your life is created by you. You choose what shows up in your life. I'm canceling, yeah, I am canceling my prescription to choice. (laughs) Um, So, what are, like, where are all the places in our lives that we learn that choice equals fault? Well, it's not really hard. You don't have to really think hard. You don't have to look hard to find that, right? Early on in our lives we learn about fault. You might be fighting with your brother or your sister, or you knock over the vase and your parents tell you that it's your fault, right? What the heck is fault, and what's choice, and what's the difference? Well, I did a thing that I like to do. Go, I went to uh, etymology online. It's a dictionary that talks about the original meaning of words. And so I like to talk about words and the energy of words more than the meaning and definition of words. because. Oftentimes the words we use have an energy underneath them or to them m- more than the meaning. We focus on meaning and we tend to kind of forget um, uh, dampen our awareness of the energy of the word. So it's always fun to look and see what the original uh, intention or the me- original meaning or you know how the word was originally intended to be used, how that is is either very different than how we use it today or uh, similar but has a different energy. Anyways, if you're a word like me, you can check out online etymology dictionary. So this is what I did. I went there, and I looked up the word fault. And I found this. Fault. To be deficient. Uh, a deficiency. First thing first thing I saw was to be deficient. Okay, that's not really very fun. Deficiency, an opening, a gap a failure, a blemish, a lack, deficiency, a shortcoming, a falling, deceptive, fiend, spurious, which I actually have no idea what that word means, to deceive or disappoint, faulty, containing faults, errors, or deficits, blame, culpability and guilt, to falter, to be burdened, to hesitate, to be troubled, to stammer. So what does your body feel like after I just read all those words? (laughs) Okay, so there's this tool. Um, It's called the light and heavy tool, and it's a tool that's offered by Access. And the way this tool works is that anything that's true for you will make you feel light. And anything that's not true for you will make you feel heavy. So when we read this, fault, to be deficient, a deficiency, a gap, a failure, a lack, a shortcoming, deceptive, uh, containing errors or deficits, blame, culpability, guilt, what's that like for you in your body? Is it light, is it expensive, or is it heavy? And if it's heavy for you, then would you be willing to acknowledge that all of that is an intense lie for you? So... Choice, on the other hand, right? So, if you think about fault and the heaviness of blame and failure and lack and blemish. Choice, actually, when I checked it out on Etymology Online, um, I found an action of selecting. So, fault is a deficiency. And choice is an action of selecting, according to Etymology Online. So forget about meaning and tap into the energy of those two things. To be deficient, a deficiency, a failure, fault, choice, an action of selecting. Also, it said to taste or relish, to taste or relish, choice, to taste or relish, fault, blame, culpability, guilt, different, right? So who cares? Right? You might be thinking, okay, so what? Virginia, like, who cares? What's the difference? Well, the difference is that if you, can, if you would be willing to embrace choice, and if you would be willing to be excited about choice, how much more could you, would you be willing to create your life? If, on the other hand, you associate choice with fault, how much more likely are you to resign yourself to the stars? You know, have you ever heard the expression, the fault is in the stars or the fault is in our stars or something like that? You know, if you are, if you associate fault, yeah, fault and choice, are you more willing to create your life? Would you be more willing to create your life? Like, if you are interested in creating your life, but you subscribe to fault, will you ever really choose? So I was sitting in church, (laughs) Uh, uh, I love church. So I was sitting in church um the other day. So I have to be honest with you, I so I grew up Catholic and I um somewhere along the way kind of, you know, started not really going to church very much because I became irritated by what I was hearing. And I know now that a lot of that was my awareness of some of the lies that um just just some of what was just not true for me. Just really not true for me. Anyways, my kids go to Catholic school though, so you know sometimes I need to take them to church. <laughs> so I was in church the other day, and we were reciting a prayer, and um, the line in the prayer is, "Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault." It's like um, I don't know, I don't. Anyways, whatever. I won't try to name it. So and also during this. Reciting of this line through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. The action of like hitting your chest with your fist is encouraged. Okay, so the priest is standing up, his fist is pounding on his chest through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. And so here I am, you know, very aware of the contraction and the heaviness in my body when I hear this line. And so I'm sitting in church using this other amazing tool from Access called Interesting Point of View, where everything is just an interesting point of view, even everything in church. Because it's very easy for me to sit in church and resist and react to everything the priest is saying. So through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. So I was like, okay, what's the lie here? And what's the truth? right? So I was like, what is, what's the lie that I'm aware of? Okay, the lie of guilt, the lie of shaming, the lie of, like, self-flagellation, you know? Like, that's a lie. To me, that was the lie. And then I was like, but what's true here? Is there anything? Is there anything true here? What are we trying to do with this prayer? And the point of the prayer was to, like, to admit that something is your fault. And I was like, but what else is possible with that? Like, what else is there besides admitting your fault? And I was like, oh choice acknowledging your choice right it's like I sinned through my own fault this is the prayer I sinned to I sinned through my own fault my most grievous fault could actually be I just made a choice that didn't work I can acknowledge that I made a choice that didn't work out but if you go to church nobody says it like that (laughs) right nobody says hey I made a choice and it didn't really turn out to be something that's creating something greater for me so I'd like to choose something different in church it sounds like I'm a sinner it's my fault please forgive me because it's my fault my fault my most grievous fault so everywhere you have bought your most grievous fault in any church or religion or cult that you ever have belonged to, will you destroy and not create all that? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Just a little bit of energy on that one. So, um, hmm, what else? So, what else? comes up for you around religion. So religion is a lot about sinning and fault and placing blame. Blame, shame, guilt. Blame, shame, guilt. Blame, shame, guilt. What else is possible besides blame, shame, and guilt? Well, I'll tell you. It's a choice. So let's go take a break and come back and talk more about choice does not equal fault. And let's get rid of all the points of view we have and all the places that we have uh, bought this as truth and see what else is possible. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspire Choices Network. We'll be back very soon.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific of the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
2: beinguclass.com.
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures and Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures.
1: Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. If you are just joining us, our call today is called Choice Does Not Equal Fault. And we've been talking about how perhaps you may have um, been feeling like if everything is just choice and everything is your choice. And that means that everything is your fault. I know that when I was first started to look at this idea, um, I started to, well, it's really weird because it's not that I wasn't aware. I knew that I could create my life. I knew that everything was my choice, but when I started to hear about it in the world of, what do you call it? Alternative healing or whatever. Um, it, It was something about it that I knew was a lie. And, and, um, or there was a lie that I was creating or there was a lie that I had attached to it actually there. I think that's what it is. And that was this concept of fault. That if if everything is my choice, everything that means everything that's happened to me is now my fault. So is do you have any of this going on or is there something else that's coming up for you around fault and choice and and um, are how much is that screwing up your ability to make messy choices right messy adventures in living um, make a choice see what it creates so what if it's your choice that creates an awareness right what if your choices create awareness awareness of what to choose next awareness of what it creates we grow up learning that we have to have the answer we have to have the awareness of what the choice is going to create before we choose it and um, you know what if that's not true what if actually your choices are what create uh, your life? What if your choices um, create awareness? What if you need to choose first in order to see what your choice creates? You do. And isn't that awesome? And isn't that exciting? Or is it for you? Is it? Is it frightening? Is it scary? Is it uh, feeling, does it feel guilt? Does it feel loaded with, yeah, guilt and responsibility there? That's the other one too, responsibility. So, where where do we where do we do this in our lives? What areas of our lives do we do this a lot? Right, relationships definitely, family. Mm, yep, <laughs> those are the two big ones. Where else? Where else do you find yourself uh, looking at fault or taking in fault? Um, so, you know, I wanted to talk about relationships because. I found this thing on the internet, this meeting picture, whatever, meme. Oh, it's a quote from some guy named Walter Isaacson. Uh, if you ca- and it goes like this. And this is a very common point of view in this reality, okay? If you can't keep him interested, it's your fault. So, like, if he cheats on you, it's your fault. You weren't sexy enough. You weren't thin enough. You weren't good enough in bed. If you can't keep him interested... That's your fault. So, OK, first of all, everything that brings up. Times Godzillion, will really you just run to create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, all night choice, boys and beyonds. Oh, I forgot to mention the clearing statement. So um, these words that I just said are something called the access consciousness clearing statement it is a collection of words that actually does have an explanation but we're not going to talk about it today on messy adventures in living if you would like to read about the detailed explanation you can go to theclearingstatement.com it has its own website Um, basically what it is is it uh is as we talk about something and a whole bunch of energy comes up around it. So in this case we're talking about fault and blame and shame and a whole bunch of energy for you comes up around it. Maybe something in your past, maybe something in some other lifetime. Um you can say the clearing statement and it gets at everywhere that it was created, everywhere that it's destroying your life, everything you've decided is right about that, everything you've decided is wrong about that and a whole bunch of other things. You don't have to understand for it for it to work. You just need to be willing to just trying to create it and say the clearing statement and it works. Or you don't have to. You can just listen. No worries. Okay, so what are we talking about? If if So if your husband cheats on you, if your wife cheats on you, if you can't keep him or her interested, then it's your fault. So what does that look like in terms of choice? So when I had this miscarriage, which by the way, this is an interesting phrase to have a miscarriage so when I had a miscarriage I was like Kate after I was initially extremely pissed off I I started to ask this question what's right about this that I'm not getting so I was looking at like why why, which by the way why questions kind of just take you into a circle and don't really give you awareness but if you look at if I was looking at for what reason would I choose this for what reason would I choose this And so I kept asking questions like this, like, what is it that this actually created for me in my life? And it actually had to, I had to ask that question for a really long time before I really got to a place where I could see the gift in it. And now, many years later, I can see where I, I don't have an answer, like I don't have the answer of why I created that or why I chose that, but I have some sense I have some awareness of the change that it created in my relationship with my husband, the change that it created for the coming birth of my son after that. It created a change. And the change is difficult for me to put into words because it's a lot of energy. And so can I acknowledge that I created that? Yeah. Truly, truly, absolutely, and I don't know exactly what that means. Like, you think, like, well, what does that mean? You created it. You made it happen. How do you make something happen? It's not like you need to not get in your head. So everywhere you're trying to get in your head to understand how you create something happening, will you destroy it and create all that? Maybe I'm right, wrong, about bad, pop, pop all nitrous, buzz, and beyond. So you know, my sense is that I had some kind of. Um, communication with this being that was in my body for nine weeks and it may have sounded something like this if there was words hey i require some being to come and be this for me for a couple weeks you want to who wants to be that being and this little being was like hey i'll do that i got like nine weeks to spare i'll come hang out in your uterus for nine weeks and and then go and just like kind of create that for you i'm like okay cool let's do it (laughs) So of course this is not conscious, right? But I can acknowledge that there was a gift in it. And I think a lot of that is connected to choice. So like would you be willing to see the gift in all of your choices rather than trying to attach it to fault or trying to um keep yourself tied to the tied to the choice. so that's kind of what it is too. Like fault and blame kind of keep you tied to the wrongness of your choice right so like how often do we learn you better make the right choice because if you don't you there's going to be consequences and you might have to deal with these consequences for a really long time so if choice is just the action of selecting as we found in the etymology online dictionary if choice is just the action of selecting and if choice is you know to taste and relish do you have to stick with yourself with that choice forever? If you're just tasting and relishing, do you have to stick yourself with that choice? If, if though, you are, if you believe in fault and you believe in um, responsibility, then how much are you sticking yourself with your choices? Do you get that? and what's the value of that so there that's the question too so then now what's the value of sticking yourself with your choices of like um yeah what is the value of that that's a really good question what's the value of sticking yourself with your choices change not not changing is it to ensure that you'll never change and everything that is will you destroy and uncreate it all Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night, shorts, boys and beyond. Sure. Because if choice only lasts 10 10 seconds, and if choice is just the action of selecting, how much permanence, like energetically, how much do you sense permanence when you hear an action of selecting? Is there permanence there? The action of selecting. Tasting, relishing. There's not a lot of permanence, right? Energetically, there's not a lot of permanent energy attached to that, and I and I love that, and I love that um, I can really perceive that that difference. Um, there's no permanence. So, but if you think about fault, energetically, can you sense the permanence? Fault, and like, you know that a fault, like a fault in the earth, the gap, the crack in the earth. That sense of permanence too, like that sense of like a crack, a permanent crack, a permanent blemish on your soul, a fault. If you make a mistake, it's a permanent blemish on your soul. You cannot make another choice because it's permanently on your soul. And everywhere you bought that bullshit, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Choice is not permanent. Choice can last 10 seconds. It can last 3 seconds. It can last 5 seconds because you can choose again. And that doesn't mean you have to go around being irresponsible. And it doesn't mean that you just go around um, not considering other people and being rude and being inconsiderate. And, you know, yeah, it doesn't mean any of that. It just means that when you choose, you can always make another choice. You can acknowledge whether or not the choice works for you and then you can make another choice. So what if you could go through life selecting, tasting, and relishing without the need for permanently blemishing your soul with fault? And if you keep asking yourself, what is the value of this? And be willing to get rid of that, how much greater could you create your life? So what else? What other points of view do we have about faults? So um, let's talk talk again about relationships because I started to talk about this and then I kind of had a squirrel moment. So like if you can't keep him interested or her interested, then it's your fault. So the reason that I started to talk about my miscarriage, here we go, is because sometimes that uh, something that shows up in your life is hard to see why you would choose something like that. And again, like, it's not really helpful to ask why questions because they kind of just put you into a spin. But you can ask instead, like, what's the gift here? You know, what would be the gift in having y- your partner cheat on you? And the thing is that none of this is cognitive, right? you got to get out of your head. So, like, how you can ask questions about, like, what's right about this I'm not getting? You know, how long have I actually been out of this relationship? How long has he actually been out of the relationship? And the other thing about relationships and um, and this kind of thing is that we often, there's a difference between disregarding your awareness and um, making something your fault. Do you know what I mean? So like, relationships is such a good example of this. Um, Let me see, how can I articulate this exactly? I have the energy of it and I just need to kind of stick it into some words for you guys tonight. (laughs) So, oh, here I have a, actually I have something that I posted on Facebook, okay. So here I found a a quote that says, it's not your fault for hurting me. It's mine for thinking that you wouldn't. So how much have you subscribed to this thing where it's like, if somebody hurts you, it's your fault for letting them. It's not their fault for hurting you. You let them. So first of all, that's a bunch of hooey. And what truth is there? So how often do you disregard your awareness? And so how much, like, would you be willing to see that acknowledging your choice in something is very different than sticking yourself with blame? So, you know, what if you could just make another choice without blaming yourself? So, everywhere you're not acknowledging your awareness, and then, when something shows up that you knew because you had the awareness, even though you ignored it, and you turn around and you blame yourself for it, when really you were just, you actually knew and you were just disregarding your awareness, will you just run a creative? Right, wrong, good, bad, Podpock, all online choice, boys and beyond. Do you get that? So like, it's not your fault for hurting me, it's actually mine for thinking that you would never do that, because I'm just so dumb to think that you would never hurt. It's not your fault, it's my fault, because I'm so dumb okay, hey, what the hell is that victim-ass bullshit? Would you be willing to acknowledge your awareness so that you can see something for what it is and then choose? And then it, even if you choose to stay, for example, in this case, in a relationship, at least you're acknowledging it as your choice. And you know you can always make a different choice. Right? Cool. All righty. Um, I think it's time for a break. So let's take a break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Our topic for today is called Choice Does Not Equal Fault. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific of the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
2: What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com.
0: You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com. Now, here's Patrina with more messy adventures.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Messy Adventures and Living. I'm your host, Patrina Fava. We're on the Inspired Choices Network, and this show today is called Choice Does Not Equal Fault. So wondering if you guys have been ever felt have ever felt or have been feeling like you know if everything is your choice if your life is created by you if you choose everything if you have the power to choose everything in your life then does that mean that everything you ever did or anything that ever happened is totally your fault how you know have is it possible that maybe you've been to therapists? like how much therapy have you done that has suggested that it all of your problems are your own fault. Um, how many people have told you that you know if you're poor, it's your fault. If you're uh, um, if you don't have a good job, it's your own fault. If you don't have a good education, it's your fault. You know because you're lazy and you didn't study. So and so, have you equated choice with fault? And actually, how different are these two things and what is the difference? So the energy of these two words are totally different. It's not just a word. It's, you know, choice is really about, um, it's not about wrongness, whereas fault is all about wrongness, right? Um, A deficiency, um, uh, blame, shame, being burdened, to stammer, to be deceptive, shortcomings, failings. These are all things that are associated with fault. Choice is not that. Choice is an action of selecting. Just selecting. Tasting. Relishing. Tasting is great. Tasting is like, I'm going to taste it and then I'm going to see. Oh, I like it. I'm going to taste this and then I'm going to see. Oh, I don't like that one. Like, what if every choice you made could be like that? And maybe you think I'm like this dreamer and I should, you know, get back to reality because, excuse me, but there are serious choices to be made here. No. Uh, yes. And what if every choice could have that lightness? What if your choices didn't have to be burdened with responsibility? I actually looked up responsibility in etymology online because this is what I do. I'm a word nerd. Um, responsibility is answerable, a sense of obligation. Answerable, responsibility, answerable. To be, you need to answer. You need to have a, an answer for your choice. If you make a choice, you better have an answer for it, right? What if you could taste even those choices that we all think are the, we have learned or we think are the serious choices, right? Marriage, becoming pregnant, um, you know, getting a job, going to university, getting a degree, what kind of school you're going to go to, which school you're going to go to. Well, you can't just select it the same way you select ice cream, Petrina, you might be thinking, because I'm going to spend $10,000 in my first year of university, and what if I decide I don't like it? I have to think carefully about it. I have to weigh all my options. I have to, you know, find out happening everywhere. And it's not that this is wrong. Like, yes, absolutely, get information. Get information and then make a choice and be willing to choose again. See, this is the thing. We think choice is permanent. It's the permanence of choice that screws us up. If you choose to go to university, and you choose a program, and you're halfway through the semester, and you think it sucks, you can't choose again. Is it going to be a comfortable choice? Is it going to cost you some extra money? Okay, sure. So, who cares? Why is that significant? Why do we make this so significant? Well, if you chose the wrong program, it's your fault. Well, no, actually, it was just my selection. I was just tasting. Well, if you choose to have sex and you get pregnant, that's your fault. Actually, I was just kind of relishing in my choice. See, and so everything that comes up around that, all the energy, all the wrongness, everywhere you've bought that as wrong, everywhere you think that is just the most horrible thing because now my, your choice impacts someone else, all the wrongness associated to that. Specifically, pregnancy. Uh, this keeps coming up. I was talking about it on my last show too. Like, if you make a choice, you have to stick with it because it's going to affect somebody else. That baby who came into the world did not choose that. And everywhere you bought that lie right there, will you destroy and create? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all, natural, poison, and Hey, because guess what? If you have choice, so do other people. And where did you decide that your choices? are the choices that affect everyone around you. Someone I know once told me that maybe I was a little bit high and mighty in thinking that all of my choices that I make affect my kids. (laughs) And that uh, maybe my kids actually make their own choices. So, like, everywhere you've decided that your choices are... The choice that everyone is at the effect of your choices. There we go. Everywhere you've decided that you are, everyone else around you is at the effect of your choices. Therefore, you must make the most right choice because you are the all-powerful chooser who affects everyone. Will you please destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, or all that choice for the balance. Because guess what? You're not the only one who lives in this universe. There are millions and billions of people here and beings. And everyone has choice, not just you, right? So that's the cool thing about acknowledging choice too, is that it's not just about you. If you can acknowledge that everything is just a choice for you, then you have to acknowledge that other people have choice too. You can go around blaming your parents for what shows, for what your life has been. But you, you, or, you can acknowledge that they made some choices and that you made some choices that, guess what? You can choose again. You can choose to drop your past and make a different choice. You can choose to send your mom a nice little love note that says, thank you, I'm so grateful for you. Or you can choose to continue to hate her for the rest of your life. You can, uh, yeah, you can choose to not be around Your brother or your sister if that works for you and not feel guilty for it and not feel like it's a fault of yours and not feel like it's a sin it's just a choice and you don't have to be bound to that choice that's see this is the other thing too there's no binding to choices there's binding to fault for sure but there actually is no binding to choice you don't have to be bound to your choice it's a lie because you can choose again oh, but your choices are not without consequence, you might be thinking. So what is that? What is what is the idea of consequence that you've bought into that's not exactly true? That, that, you know, what if instead of your choices have consequence, you can acknowledge that your choice creates your life, right? So if you acknowledge that your choice creates, is that a very different energy than Feeling the heaviness of the responsibility of um, my choice, my choice equals responsibility. Um, no, sorry, what is that that we just said? Uh, my choices have consequences. So, what's lighter for you, right? My choices have consequences. Every choice I make has a consequence, and I need to be aware of those consequences. Or, what if your choice just creates, and then you can choose again, and then you can choose again, and then you can choose again. There is no binding to choice. And if there is, it's a lie that you bought. There is truly no binding to choice because you can always choose another thing. You can choose something different. The choice might not be comfortable. The choice might not be perfect. The choice might not be ideal, but it doesn't matter because that's a lie too. Perfect and ideal are lies. Choose and see what it creates. Choose and see what it creates. Yes? Or maybe no. I don't know. Um, so, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspired Choices Network with myself, Petrina Fava. Today, we're talking about um, choice is <laughs> choice does not equal fault. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back.
0: Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava, every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific of the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at petrinafava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey,
1: welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Patrina Fava. We're on the Inspire Choices Network talking all about choice does not equal fault. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that choice doesn't equal fault? Oh my God, isn't that cool? If it's your choice, it doesn't mean it's your fault. What the hell is the difference? You might be asking lots. Choice is not permanent fault is permanent. Choice is just selecting every 10 seconds. And you might think that's way too easy. And you might think I'm crazy and really naive for thinking that. But you know what? You always have a choice. Choice does not have to last more than 10 seconds. If you choose something and it doesn't work out, it doesn't create something amazing in your life or creates havoc, you can choose something else. There's always, always, always another choice. Always. Always. And you don't have to be bound By guilt or fault or anything else like that. Where did we learn this? Where did we buy the lie of fault? I was, um, I was talking in the beginning about, uh, being in church and reciting this prayer that to which the words are that I have sinned through my own fault. Um, my fault, my fault, my most grievous fault. And in the reciting of this prayer, there's actually an action where you you, you close your hand into a fist and, like, beat your chest um, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. And I was just doing it in the beginning, actually. Um, like, I was actually doing it right now when I was saying it at the beginning of the show. And it made me realize, actually, how much we, this impacts our bodies. How much are we imp- impacting our bodies with our faults? Like, the self-flagellation, so like, I don't know, any lifetimes you ever believed in like self flagellation and like whipping yourself until you bled to remind yourself of all your wrongdoings so that you'll be better in the next life, would you please destroy and not create all that? Blech. Right, wrong, good about pot and pock online choice boys and beyond, you don't have to remember your mistakes in order to change them. You just have to choose something different. It's really easy guys. You don't have to remember your mistakes in order to change them. That's a lie. That's a lie. You don't have to constantly remind yourself of things being your fault and attaching and binding. You don't need to do that. It's bullshit. You can let go of all of that and have the awareness of what your choices create and then choose something else. It doesn't have to be hard. And it doesn't have to be painful. And you don't have to hurt yourself. And you don't have to punish yourself for sinning. Don't have to punish yourself for your choices. Stop it. Punishing yourself is not creating anything for you. Um, So, well, except crap and maybe a really big headache. And if you like that, go for it. But I personally would prefer ease and actually joy and excitement and creating and out creating myself. That's what I would like. So, um, what are we going to do next week? Well, actually, you know what I think we're going to do next week. Next week, we are going to talk about, um, setting unreasonable goals. I actually just read something today. I love the internet, man. It is an amazing source of interesting point of views that I can always talk about on my radio. Um, I read something that said, uh, we're talking about New Year's resolutions and like how so often we set goals that are high in emotion and then as it fizzes out, we give up. So set reasonable goals. Next week, we're going to talk about how to set unreasonable goals because that's way more fun, isn't it? So thank you for being here um, on Messy Adventures in Living. Remember that your choice is not Uh, permanent you can choose every 10 seconds and get rid of fault and get rid of blame and choose to create the amazing life you know is possible until next week goodbye
0: thanks for playing with us on messy adventures in living Katrina fava will return next monday at 11 a.m eastern standard time 10 a.m central 9 a.m mountain and 8 a.m pacific on inspired choices network we'd love to have you join us again Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.